0: Welcome to the
1: Andrea K show.
2: Moons
3: like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made money. She's
0: blonde, 5 foot 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is. Andrea K.
1: It's a
0: woman's world. Woman's world.
4: Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> no it isn't.
1: <laughs> Get him
4: out of here. And I bet it's not Friday night for you either. Welcome to hour two of the Andrea Kay Show. I bet you got some to do list you got to be working on going uh-huh. into wedding weekend. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Um, speaking of a to do list, I'm wondering. Uh, I'm wondering what Fighting Meadows, financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff, is working on that's more important than being on the Andrea Kay Show mm. for his News You Can Use segment. He's supposed to be on right now. We're going to continue to try to get him. Um, uh, and because there, there is some interesting, uh, economic news to share with you guys. In particular, we've got a certain governor in the country and it's not DeSantis who's decided to do something good, uh, for their citizens to help in these economic times. And, uh, so we're going to continue to try to get, um, uh, we're going to continue to try to, uh, get Elhoff. In fact, he says he is available on his cell, by the way, um, all right uh, and after we talked to financial- fighting
5: fighting meadows has landed
4: okay we're going to get to him uno momento, and then a little bit later i know i told y'all after we talked to fighting meadows financial thought dr dave elhoff uh i am going to share with you guys this shocking clip from this prime minister at the un prime minister of new zealand and what this global plan is to try to control the message and try to control what we're allowed to think and what we're allowed to say so that's shocking um, to share with you guys a little bit later so stay tuned for that and then we've also got another governor who um, is fighting for children is governor youngkin what did it, there was a major protest that happened today in his state regarding uh, schools and lbgt movement in the schools and uh governor youngkin did not disappoint today so we're going to share that with you but now he is here with us fighting meadows aka financial thought dr dave l hoff hello my dear Hey,
3: Dynamite, how are you doing? Sorry, I was caught up with my grandkids from Italy. They were here, and now I have uh-huh. some peace. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, uh, okay, well, we're glad you made it, and, and uh, we're glad you're doing the grandfather thing. I, uh, you've been so busy with them, I'm not sure if you heard before that this is it's uh, Friday Eve for Noah Taterskins. Uh, he's heading off to get married this oh weekend. He's heading off to get married. I don't know if you've got any last-minute impromptu marriage advice for DJ Taterskins. Well, I,
3: I got a toast for... For Mr. D.J.
4: Alright, keep it G. Tetersen. Keep it G. Okay, give us your toast. It is.
3: it is G. Noah and his lovely wife, may all your ups and downs be between
4: Okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> 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 So did not expect that at all. I swear so <laughs> But you know what? There ain't nothing wrong with keeping it happy, keeping it romantic, and keeping it yeah, and keeping it sassy and keeping that spark going in a relationship. That is the glue. And let me tell you, if we had if we had more couples paying more attention to what's going on in that room in the house than what's going on in the TV room and in other rooms, the world would be a better place. And You're absolutely right,
3: right. You got to be able to laugh. If you can't laugh with your spouse, mm-hmm. it's going to be a
4: long
3: journey.
5: Laughter is key, absolutely. <laughs>
4: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, now we got to get serious. Un momento. And okay. by the way, hour two, we're con- con- continuing to watch what's happening down in Florida. I don't know if you've got any family and friends. Down there. You probably do because Pensacola its flight training. You know, we got a lot of military installations there. It's a
3: mess down there, man. That yeah. thing is tearing it up.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's really frightening. And so, thoughts and prayers to everybody down there. All right. So, um, I took an unusual move when I sent to Elhoff an article I found today for t- discussion tonight because it's actually a good move by, r- by a Republican governor, not. DeSantis out of Florida and I actually thought and I'm not sure if you agree with me because I just sent you the article uh, Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff but I actually think it's a brilliant move and I think it's going to actually provide some real economic help to the citizens Chris, let me tell you you peeps what happened GOP Governor Kristi Noem announced the largest tax cut in South Dakota history what she has um, announced is that she will eliminate the sales tax on all grocery purchases in South Dakota and that could be, that could she says that it will put hundreds of dollars in the pockets of the average South D- Dakota family. I think that this is a great move. Well, I
3: think it's a great move. Now, remember, I'm from South Dakota originally. I forgot that. Yes. Yes. And I think it's a big deal because I tell you what, South Dakota does not have a state income tax either. Oh, so her reducing this. It's like a hundred million dollars. That's going to go into the pockets of everybody when they're buying groceries. I mean, it's brilliant. I think on her move like that. And I'll, I'll tell you that. Come on. That's a Trump move. Yeah. Reduce taxes, reduce regulations and. Get business going and you will have a vibrant economy which we had yep. until the new regime came in.
4: Well yeah, and you know it it, it, it and it provides a contrast because right now, uh, of course you're not I'm sure that they're you know, in it, hurricane or not, none of the legacy media are going to be talking about it. This MSNBC and CNN's probably not going to be talking about it. Conservative, everybody no. in conservative media should be talking about it because you, when, when, when we've got an inflation problem like we've got, I think Ronald Reagan said something along the lines of, we all know that inflation is a, is is a tax, right? Reagan said something along the yep. lines of inflation is as, as as scary as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, as violent as a mugger, as scary as an armed robber and as deadly as an assassin. And that's what's going on with inflation right now. And when you can show real world immediate policy results that puts money back into the pockets of the citizens in contrast to what the federal government's doing. It's not just a win for the citizens, but it's a political win and every other Republican governor in, in their States should be, should be doing this. Don't you agree?
3: Well, I'll tell you, yeah, they all should be doing it because I'll tell you what, you're not going to get help from the federal government. Mm -mm. They're going to spend our money. They're going to pay off student loans from our dollars, we who have already paid off our student loans, we who have already put our kids through college, Mm -hmm. paid the tuition, paid the student loans and all that. And they want to continue to dole out money. And that's the biggest problem for inflation. The more money they give to people, the more money that's in the system, the higher the inflation rate. So, when you get these more monies coming in from the government, you're married to the government. Yeah. And the government doesn't make money, they take it from the people who do.
4: Yep, we're talking to Financial th- Yep, we're talking to Financial Thought Doctor, Dave Elhoff, aka Fighting Meadows. I don't know if you heard the other day that Joe Biden was asked about inflation and he he had the gall to redefine inflation just like they've changed the definition of, you know, vaccines and you know, they always change in definitions when it suits them, right? He literally said the other day, Elhoff, that that, that inflation means when you have uh more money taken out of your paycheck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then he couldn't find himself off the stage. So yeah. what are you going to do? I
4: mean, come on. Yeah, This guy is a loser. Yeah, but unfortunately, we got a lot of losers coming up out of these indoctrination centers that used to be called schools. And speaking of, I'm glad you brought up the student the, a debt situation, because I heard an announcement the other day that the Biden administration, in addition to that already announcing the uh, student loan Handout wipe away. They're also um to wipe away ten thousand dollars of of uh student loan debt that will cost four hundred million dollars. I heard the other day, in addition to that, they're telling people that hey, if you paid it on any of your student loans during COVID, during the pandemic, apply for a refund. Oh my God. Yeah. Apply for a refund. Give me a break
3: for crying out loud. Yep. Is that communist? Mm-hmm. Is that socialism? It's absolutely. Listen, people, the bigger the government, the more you're married to it, the more you depend upon it, the less person you are and you have no freedom. You don't hear Democrats talking about fighting for freedom. No. And you don't hear Democrats talking about it's all going to be. Okay, as long as we raise taxes, I. I, Yep, and they so ridiculous.
4: Well, and they and they've got you know the low information voter that's bought into this notion that business owners are evil and greedy and they're the greed heads and you know when when you raise up generations of people that don't understand that the government makes no money uh it doesn't produce anything i mean they can print money but i mean it, it's it's they don't they don't make anything right it, they, if they're spending if they're spending money at. if they're spending money they're taking it from another citizen or they're just printing the money which is causing inflation i mean there's there when you get when you get a check from the treasury that's money that was taken from somebody else or they're just printing it i mean it's not it, it's not um i'm not i'm i'm not a financial thought doctor i'm not explaining it well um, but there's a cost to it, and it's paid for by everybody, including the people that are receiving that check. You were paid. You might have been paid to stay at home. But let me tell you, how much is that costing you now with the inflation every time you go to the grocery store? That's my point.
3: Totally. And the other thing is to realize is if you get a check from the treasury, very likely it's your own money. It's like people that say. Oh, I got money back from filing my taxes. (laughs) That was your own money. It wasn't the government's money to start with. It was your own money. They don't get it. Is that you need to think about the velocity of money and putting money to work. Not giving it to the government every chance you could get. Just so you can give back more when you file your return. Oh, I didn't pay any taxes. I got a refund. Yeah. Oh, gosh, people. Yeah, yeah. You need to understand how money works. Government, institutions, they want your money. They want you to give it to them on a consistent basis by giving it to them every month out of your paycheck, every month paying a mortgage, every month paying insurance payment. And once they got your money, they want to hold on to it as yep. long as possible. Yep. Because I tell you what, when they do want to give it back to you, they'll say, "Oh, you can't do that because we have penalties in the interest uh-huh. plus you got to pay tax on it, plus you got to do this, plus you got to do that, and they dribble it out to you on mm-hmm. small amounts, and it's your money, folks,
4: well, yeah, and they you make need the it, to right. have
3: control of
4: it, yeah, and it's only going to get worse with eighty seven thousand new IRS agents, and oh we we are God. now officially into a bear market, which means my understanding of that is means we've now lost twenty percent twenty percent or more of a loss and you're into a bear market. Yeah. So people need and the to other thing is, yeah.
3: they need to understand, AK, is that a bear market is one thing. Recovering from that. But with the Fed policies, they're gonna take this bear market and put it into a recession. That means you're talking about two thousand eight again. Yeah. It took several years they hit the bottom and then it took seven years to get it back Mm -hmm. you need to have strategies right now to prevent that from happening especially you within five years or within five years after retirement this kind of activity that's taking place in the market is not good for you Mm -hmm. there are strategies we can do to help you solve that problem
4: tell everybody how to get a hold of you my man
3: 619 548 0965. Text me, call me. It doesn't matter. That's the best way to get a hold of me. 619 548 0965. Leave me a message. I'll call you back.
4: All righty. Well, thank you for being here, my man. And thank you for that sage advice for DJ Taterskins as he heads off <laughs> into, into marital life. <laughs> oh, why sage. all right love Love you you take it take it easy all right and y'all take and y'all take a little tiny break but then you come on back because we got more andrea k show on the way 888-344-1170 got marital advice for dj tater skins give us give us a shout
5: Andrea Kaye, telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kaye Show on The Answer San Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kaye Show. We've got um, a crazy clip that uh, has gone viral involving the New Zealand Prime Minister to share with you guys about uh, her call to the global elites around the world and the global leaders to uh, control every thought that we're, we are allowed to, to think and what we're allowed to say. But before we get into that, We've got Jack, who's on the line, who has a little word of marital advice for our man, D, our, our dear beloved DJ Potato Skins, who's getting hitched this weekend. Hey, Jack!
2: All right. So my son says I'm old fashioned because uh, I've been married for 49 years, mm. and he's been with his girlfriend for like 15 years. They have a kid together. They're not married. He says nobody gets married today. So, so my question is. Why does he want to get married, and have they thought about not getting married?
4: Oh, that's—well, instead of marital advice, he's actually posing a question to you, Skens.
5: Because it's honoring God. It's uh, very biblical, bringing two lives together. Mm-hmm. On air, this is very hard.
4: Well, yeah, but you know what? I get where you're going here, because the reality is, is you're, if you're somebody—and— uh, and, and We've and yeah I mean it's not it's not people aren't it's it's not hip anymore to get married we've the left has done a good job Jack of convincing Americans and I talked about this a little bit with Scott McKay last night that the cultural Marxist movement began years ago chipping away at families uh, you don't need to get married to have kids you know uh, just you know uh, you don't need to get married at all it started out with just live together then it was you don't even need to get married to have kids right and then it was you don't even you woman go ahead and get and go to a fertility clinic Can get impregnated and you don't even need a man in your life.
2: So let me me tell you the advice I would give uh, my son and his friends when they were young and nobody took my advice. But I said, um, you, before you have kids that you should be married for at least two years to make sure it's going to work, that you are living in a place that you want to call home and that you have uh, a sustainable income and that you have bought a house, and that you have some money in the bank in case of an emergency, and when you've achieved all that, then you're ready to have a kid and start a family.
4: Well, I think that's great advice financially and that's the way we used to do things. You know, man, woman, you know, graduate high school, graduate college, whatever, you know, they get married, then they make sure that they've got, you know, the house and the picket fence or whatever, then they have kids. That's great financial stuff. In terms of question why get married versus living together, you know, it's a, isn't it a shame in America that, that 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 that's even a discussion. The the marital relationship is one that's biblical and Very this is, and this yeah. is why um, you know uh, um, I, 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 let, me, let me just say this Jack I want to finish my thought back okay. when this whole thing of same sex marriage came about um, I, 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 and I don't want to go too far into that but I said I, I'm with Rand Paul I don't want my marriage or my guns registered with DC marriage is a, is, is, is a covenant between a man and a woman under God that's what marriage is and that relationship should be treasured and valued. It should be, you, should, you should join together as man and woman. Man leaves his family and cleaves unto his wife, and they start a new family together. And that used to be treasured. It used to be valued. It used to be revered. Very eloquently con- put. That's and, what I was trying to say. Yes. Uh, and the contract, is, at one point in our country, was very difficult to break. Because that's how important that relationship was supposed to be. And not only should you be economically and financially responsible and secure before you bring children into it, that should then mean woman stays home with the kid, right? And raises her children, not hands them off to the school to raise the kids, not hand them off to whoever to raise the kids. Mom stays home, right, and takes care of those children. That's the way we used to do things in this country, and that's and the security of that relationship is what then aids uh, has follow up generations of people that are responsible, that are loving, that love their families, that are respectful, that are contributors to society. And the destruction of that marital relationship and the destruction of, of the foundation is 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 the destruction of the foundation of our nation. And it's one of the main reasons why we're suffering today. Thank you for calling, Jack. Did I say that?
5: Uh, that was very eloquent. I don't know why that was so hard for me to be able to articulate, but that's exactly what it was. It's a, it's a covenant before God, and it's been disrespected in modern culture. You, can, I can't even go 20 feet, Andrea, without looking at a billboard and seeing about something that glorifies divorce.
4: Yeah. Um we're 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 not we're not uh we're not well it's even worse than that now. We don't even know what a man or a woman is. And we've cut exactly. exactly. when when they they knew the cultural marxists knew that the way to destroy this nation began with destroying the family. Going after the marital relationship, going after that's what abortion was all about, right? That's what the welfare state was about. We used to have black families that were intact. Now we've got 90% of black children are born out of wedlock and into poverty, right? The destruction of the family is really what has preceded the destruction of our nation because the family was at the core of it. The foundation of our nation was the foundation individually of of the families and we've destroyed it to the point to where we are now having five-year-olds put on puberty blockers, right? And now, and then, then we've got to talk about the shots and the impact of the shots and what's happening to fertility, Right. In terms of uh, uh, the medicines that are being injected, that's another topic. But, you know, um, every everything that the left has done, if you look at how our our culture has just been so degraded to where we have that nasty Lizzo twerking while playing a flute from the uh, car. Disgusting. it's, It's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely Disgusting. And, you know, you don't have to be a Puritan to recognize. In fact, you know what? Read the book While Europe Slept, right? Written by Bruce Bauer. I've mentioned this many times. He doesn't do interviews anymore. Um, he wrote this book, I think, in 2004, maybe, after Bush got reelected, and he hated the religious right. Gay activist out of New York, a writer, and, and he just couldn't stand living here anymore because Bush got reelected. And so he moved to Scandinavia. And I think it was Stockholm first or Copenhagen. I don't remember which one. He lived in both and he and he wrote about how important that was to our nation, and he didn't realize it until he got over there to Scandinavia and how they didn't have that religious core they didn't have that and and, and that even though he never became a Christian, he was able to see how that foundation judeo christian principles and values which honors family right exactly um what that meant, why that, how that contributed to us being the greatest nation in the world and how the lack of it left them over there being completely taken over with the falsehood of multiculturalism. There is no value to multiculturalism. There is no value to diversity in and of itself. There's value to diversity of thought and diversity of opinions, but there's no value in strict diversity of checking boxes on, on, on identity politics, right? So I'm kind of glad we had this discussion. I'm kind of I'm kind of glad we did because you know what it, it actually there was a, a clip that I found earlier it kind of plays into this and I'm going to mention it briefly maybe not get into it too much but you know that the family unit and our culture has been destroyed the American culture was based on hard work and ambition and you know we used to be a nation that people were got married by the time they were 21 right and started a family and, and young and stayed together till they were you know forever. You know, we're now, you know, a twerking mess of transgender people who don't know if they're a man or a woman from one day to the next to where we've legalized drugs and, and and to the point where we've got such rampant addiction that we actually have someone from the CDC today who said that parents should consider carrying. We've got such a drug problem in this country that the CDC person said that parents should consider carrying the anti-opioid overdose medication naloxone around. Listen to this clip two.
3: I think parents would do a few things. And the first is to have those tough conversations with their child at home to, you know, not use drugs. If you are using drugs to tell your parents so you can get help and parents should consider carrying naloxone around to save their child's life or somebody else's life. It's in my mind, it's like diabetes, you know, with insulin um, and making sure you are always there to protect someone that might have an issue. Somebody's got an overdose, you've got naloxone that you can use. So talk to your child and be safe, be thoughtful.
4: Have we not gone down a road to complete depravity when our when some uh, force? Of course, you know that I'm not a fan of the CDC. I've got some shocking stuff to share with you guys on the other side of the break about about that. But we we've, we've certainly ha- have destroyed uh, uh, our, our culture when it's when overdosing and drug addiction is so bad in this country to where the Centers for Disease Control is recommending that parents carry around an antidote to overdose. Wow, going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the Great Reset and these shots and some breaking news on that. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer,
5: San Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Going to the phones. Disaffected not, Mike is on the line and he's got something he wants to say about cultural Marxism. Hello, my dear friend, Disaffected Mike.
1: Hi, Andrea. Good to talk to you again, as usual. Um, As I was telling Mr. Potato Skins, and as you were saying, the attack on the family is deliberate. When you have uh, uh, radical cultural Marxism, SJW, intersectional ideology, infecting the brains of your children, it's a weaponized ideology, right? Mm -hmm. So what government does is it uses it as a means to try to separate your children from you when they're in school. And Mm -hmm. it's a deliberate attack. When you attack... When you attack and try to destroy the family, what happens? The idea is that now, now children become property of the state. And you criminalize parents for questioning such intrusive uh, ideology into, uh, into their brains. You have, when, you have, when you have the DOJ wanting to call parents white supremacists, domestic terrorists, for questioning school boards on adopting this kind of ideology nationwide, North to south, east to west, coast to coast, um, it, it, with, with this ideology in your child's classroom from K through 12, and obviously what happens we see in university. Okay, yeah. this is the deliberate nature of that, and it, this this is not new. I mean, Hitler did this with the with the with the Hitler youth, yeah. snitching, having, getting getting children as young as I don't know six or seven. They called them as brown his little brown shirts. Yeah, to snitch on their parents to so wrap them out if they were Jews or if they were anti uh, yeah, anti Nazis. Okay. Well, and so and, and let, sure me, really let me right. let, let me interject. Let me
4: Mao's Revolutionary Guard um, did the same right. thing. They were young people during uh, during the Mao Revolution. Yeah, and and what they did these uh, these Revolutionary Guard. Uh, there were a lot of them were teenagers and they would they would conduct what they called struggle sessions and they would pull people out and they would march mm-hmm. them around and make them un- uh, so miserable and uncomfortable that they would denounce any of their beliefs that they held until they until they started touting the state narrative. And that's, you know, I look at what's going on with this January sixth business and so much of it is is just straight out of uh, Mao's revolution and the guards and the struggle sessions. And that's what's going on. It's funny you should mention children belonging to the state. There was all kinds of Protests that were happening in Virginia mm-hmm. by kids and their parents today that were upset, you know, that uh, you know, doing this on behalf of transgender kids. Uh, you know, I mean, if if, if transgenderism if, if, if transgenderism was so prevalent in such a large percentage of America, why 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 didn't we have all these kinds of a large percentage of transgender kids ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago? Because this is manufactured and it's despicable. That's right. Here's it's, what Glenn Youngkin. Yeah. Here's Here's what Governor Yunkin had to say about it today. Clip five, skins.
1: These most important decisions must involve parents, and and this is a moment for us to also recognize that that our families are so important. The, the children don't belong to the state; they belong to families.
4: That's right. And they, and they belong to families. And and what, um, and what the assault on the family has continued to grow to the point where now these school teachers are all, all over video. Thanks to Libs of TikTok, we've seen it. We know that these school boards, their mindset is that they are our kids. And this is straight out of communism. This is straight out of China.
1: So let me just say one last thing. Okay. What, what a lot of people don't realize, what a lot of people don't realize is that is that when you when you give up your child at school to get to get taught, they become lords of the state. A lot of people don't understand that. The state actually is in there, they are in the possession of the state until school's over and you take them back. So when you so what nobody does is nobody blames the teachers unions that have adopted this nonsense from the green and red and blue haired and rainbow haired teachers, okay, that follow and swallow this stuff. And they pump that crap into your kids' mind. School boards adopt it, fish it out, uh, get, uh, they get kickbacks from the uh, teachers' unions, okay, to adopt this ideology constantly and consistently every day through since this stuff started. It's all manufactured nonsense. Yeah, And people are afraid because they are being cowed.
4: Well, I I don't know. know, I'm out of my
1: voice. You fight
4: back. We got to fight back. back. Right. And and you know what? And and Americans are fighting back. And that's what the weaponized FBI and DOJ is is all about this counterterrorism unit. It's all about trying to stop and to suppress and to oppress any movement uh, that that aims to stop this. And that includes 75 million MAGA voters. That's what that January 6th commission is all about. This is why I'm grateful for the FBI whistleblower, Steve Friend out of Florida, who has come out and and declared what they're trying to do. Uh, at the, well, there's been 14 uh, FBI whistleblowers, but the biggest one was Steve Friend because he went into excruciating detail about how the FBI from the top all the way down and all across the country, how their, what their plan is, is to, uh, to go around up innocent Americans who dare to not tow the, that are considered conservative. yeah, it's the it's, Stasi. It's Stasi tactics. It's exactly what it is. And what we've got to do is, as we've got these midterms approaching, is we've got to get active, and we've got to get active at every level. We need to know. We sh- we need to know before we go in and vote who every person is on the ballot. Do your research. You need to get active. You need to. You need to work a poll. You need to make sure that you get. You get friends out there voting, and if you can run for office next time we have elections, you need to run for office, and you need to be speaking out too, all over everywhere. Disaffected Mike calls in my show. Are are you using in your voice everywhere. I've got friends of mine. I, I, you know, God bless anybody who comes up against my, who stands in line behind my Val Gal at a grocery store. Because everywhere she goes, if she's in a grocery store, if she's in a coffee shop, if she's in a gym working out or on a tennis court, anybody she comes in contact with, she, she, you know, and she does it in a way that's respectful. And but she, you know, you've got to start speaking up because our country. You look at how far the left, the progress that the left is made and destroying this nation economically, culturally, militarily, we're on the brink disaffected People need to realize point. There may be a time where they're well, not going to be allowed to speak up. That's right. And it's getting that's real right. close Amendment. they're going to take your first
1: amendment away from you and because but they're going, what they're gonna do first, they're gonna take their guns away from you and then when that's done you won't be able to speak freely. You won't have Fourth Amendment rights. You won't have Fifth Amendment rights. You won't have any rights at all because you have no way to defend yourself against a government that's going to come after you, knock on your door, break your door down, take you away in the middle of the night. You'll never be seen or heard again. It happens in third world countries and it's starting to happen here. That's the idea right. is, is that I do the same thing. I talk to people when I can in a respectful way, but they understand where I'm coming from and I can articulate exactly why I believe what I believe in. And remember, it wasn't the right that started any of this. It's all coming from the left. The left is the sole source and blame for all of this. They're the ones who are promoting transgenderism, they're the ones who are promoting all of these all of this cultural marxism. Right, but we if we, we don't fight
4: back, I got uh, Right, I, I, stuff. it's coming from them. Right, I got to jump in though cuz we're up against a break and I got and I got to end the segment here. They started it all here, but we uh, the we Republicans and conservatives have allowed it to happen. Let's finish it. We, and and Let's we've finish. and we've got we've now got to rise up and take our nation back from these creeps that are mutilating children, that are trying to suppress us. These creeps in, in the deep state and the police state at the FBI and the DOJ and if you are in if you are in any way in uh, office and you you're either what was the old bush doctrine you're either for me or you're against me if you're not fighting with me then you're against me then you're my enemy that's how i see it and i don't care was that
5: sheriff's name that we had on the show we need more people like
4: oh yeah we need to reach back out to him he was the one that said that if the fbi shows up at your door to try to find out what kind of weapons you've got. You demand that they show you the warrant and you make sure it's an original and it's signed. And if not, you tell them to get off your property. And if they won't, you call me and I'll come and arrest them. He's out of he's out of Washington. Disaffected Mike, thanks for calling in. We love you. Appreciate you. you. All right, uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to have our final segment of tonight's Andrew K. Show before we send DJ
5: Potato all.
4: Skins as we send him off into married land. Stay tuned.
0: news, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San
5: Diego.
4: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I want to read uh, some emails I've gotten from y'all. I, I try to make sure I, I try to save a little time each show to read some emails. So let me check and see what we got here. Um, <laughs> Karanji. <laughs> I love it. She says, I'm on the ground laughing. That I mistakenly called... Currie Jean Pierre, (laughs) Karanji. No disrespect, you know, intended. Um, Oh, an email from Congratulations and many blessings to the skins. Oh, love that. Sweet message. Yes um she's another listener my first thoughts are always with the peeps but always always with the helpless critters oh this is for the hurricane down there as for your partner in crime there congrats uh he should learn to love her critters you know if the lady is happy everyone is happy i think this, this listener remembers that your gal has the kittens the cats. Oh,
5: I lo- oh i love them but there's just no taking away that they'll never be dogs true You and and I are of the same breed. We just love our fur babies.
4: Yes, this is true. Um, Let's see. um, Other message. The illegitimate Biden regime and its media lackeys are sliming patriots as Nazis for one reason only. They want to legitimize the murder of patriots. What do you do to Nazis? Certainly not invite them to tea or pat them on the back uh, one punches or kills Nazis. A veritable physical war open season has been declared on conservatives. The left wants us dead. I think this was last night when I mentioned the Hillary Clinton thing where she l- was saying that, oh, you know, she, you know, she now understands how people, you know, glommed onto Hitler after watching a Trump rally when people raise their hands in the air. You know who else raises their hands in the air? People at church. You know, like they raise their hands up like they're receiving or they're, you know, worshiping the Lord. I mean, these were not Hitler's absolutes you know at trump rallies but i i think there's demonizing this is classic tactic of the left going back centuries you know demonizing the enemy to the point to where yeah they've been dehumanized and you're right when you dehumanize then they do this is why we've got the crime part in part why we've got the crime wave that we've got happening in this country i've talked about this for years the left is dehumanized when you dehumanize other others other beings. I mean, even with Roe v. Wade, when you when you, when you think nothing of killing the, the unborn child, or the preborn child, and now the left wants it to be after delivery, then then you don't when you don't value life, you're gonna have you're gonna have people feeling as though they're just you're gonna you're gonna have rampant violence, right? I think that's one of the reasons why we've got the rise of you know mass shootings that we've got in this country.
5: I think there's something to be said about dehumanizing with uh, the masks as well.
4: With that exactly, it de- dehumanized us. It 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 separated us. We weren't allowed. At the same time, they were telling us we were part of the collective. They were separating us, making it impossible for us to communicate with each we with each other, and creating isolation and segregating people um, is 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 a part of playing mind games and manipulation of people and destroying their psyches. Right, breaking people down. Um, there's just so many different facets to the way that the, the dehumanization of children, of, uh, our fellow human beings. Um, you know, when, when you've got the president of the United States getting up in front of that satanic set and declaring 75 million MAGA voters are so hard to watch. Well, yeah. And basically he was basically saying, you know, um, why I don't say that he was declaring he wasn't, necessarily inciting violence but he was declaring basically declaring war on 75 million do you agree with that or well, is that being funny, hyperbolic?
5: because you know peacefully patriotically that's what trump said and then you have what joe biden said in that dark speech i mean come on i mean for 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 me why why aren't more people going after joe biden
4: the v- language the vitriol the defamatory language used by the left against us is harsher than anything they ever t- said about Islamic terrorists. Yep. That's why I said that speech that night was a declaration of war against us. Another listener emailed in the French tried mail in ballots and soon after dropped the idea because of the corruption of the voting process. Please research and share with listeners. I've actually talked about that before. I've, I've also talked about the fact that um, when they went back to same day voting and uh, paper ballots, uh, voter turnout went up because people began to trust the process more, just like in Mexico. They've got paper ballots. They don't have this mail-in ballot stuff. Uh, you go to the polls that day and you have to show an ID. And when they, when they went back to a simple process that, that, um, it might be less convenient, but it restores integrity, voter turnout actually increases. So none of this stuff has anything to do and and they know this here on the left in fact there the, there were many who said that uh, it's been said many times whether the primary here 21% turnout in the primary it's because pe- pe- a lot of people don't trust the process anymore they've given they don't believe th- that my vote's not going to count i hear from people and that's one of the reasons why we didn't win the senate runoff in georgia because there's a possibility that turnout could have overtaken the fraud that was in place. But after the 2020 presidential election, going into January 21, Georgia voters were like the same election scheme, fraud schemes and mechanisms that were in place in November are still in place. I'm not going to bother.
5: And that's why if you're conservative and you're listening to this radio show, wherever you're listening, make sure no matter what you get out this election cycle, you must vote.
4: That's right. Absolutely have to. Um, let me see if I've got any other emails from anybody, particularly with any marital advice. That's what I'm looking for. For one, DJ Tater Skins. Um, hmm. How see. about uh, marital advice from you? Oh, um, marital advice from me. I think one of the reasons why um, y- 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 why the sanctity of marriage is is so important from the... Uh, and why it's not the same as living together is that when you make that when you make that bond with each other and you know that it's for life, right, then you have to go into it with a commitment of making that person the most important person in your life, right, even over your children. I think too many people make a, make the mistake of, oh, my children come first. I think that marital relationship has to come first.
5: For a lot of reasons, because, you you know, it's all leading by example.
4: Right. And I think that um, so that that relationship has to be um, and it has to be the most important relationship in your life. I think you have to work at it every day, every day you have to put the effort in. And I think that it has to be the effort has to be put in with God at the center of it. I agree with God at the center of it. And I think couples need to pray together and they need to and they need to to stay focused on keeping God at the center of it. And, and, you know, and isn't that, but isn't that the same advice, like for every aspect of your life? If, if you are, um,
5: it is, but there's a reason for that.
4: True. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're the kind of person who's self-centered and you, you worship yourself, you're not going to have very successful relationships, right? So, and it's especially important, um, and I think that, the you know, so many people get married because they're just in lust with somebody versus in love. And I think and that... there's a
5: huge difference. There's a
4: huge difference. My sister's been married many, many, many years. They were 19 and 24 when they got married. And she said, look, that lust stuff is going to go away no matter who you marry. You better, when that goes away, you better be married to your best friend. And you better put God at the center of it and be prepared to stay with them forever. Amen, sister. All right. Well... Th- God bless you. Thank you. Can't wait to be there Sunday. I'll be back tomorrow night. Three hour edition of tomorrow night's Andrea Kay show, 5 to 8 p.m. Love you all. Peace out.